Hey, welcome back to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation, helping you heal your relationship to food, exercise, and your body, all while creating a life that you absolutely love living. Happy Monday, friends, if you are listening in real time, um, but really and truly happy whatever day it is to you that you happen to be tuning in to this episode. We are having a little bit of a crazy start to the week here. So we had soccer this weekend um, a couple hours away for two different games, and we got back pretty late last night. Uh, Thankfully, the kids were on a two-hour delay, um, but then we ended up having to run to urgent care. So needless to say, this day did not start the way that I had intentionally planned, but that is okay. I am definitely learning to be a little bit more flexible, a little bit more go with the flow while also still sticking to the plans and the schedule that I create for myself because I do think that there is some importance to that, right? It's this whole idea of structured flexibility. I just love that concept. I think that we definitely do tend to do better with a little bit of routine, some rhythm, some structure in place. Um, But it is also about maintaining a little bit of flexibility to that because things ebb and flow. Oftentimes circumstances are not in our control and we have to be able to pivot on a dime. So I guess you know, just kind of checking in with yourself. Like, do you feel like you tend to be somebody that um, is a little bit perhaps too rigid and has a hard time when things don't go according uh, to your plan? Then that might be an opportunity for you to practice a little bit more flexibility um, in your day, in your week and things like that. And then if you're on the other end and you feel like you cannot keep a schedule to save your life because it feels too restrictive, uh, then I want to challenge you to start to include a little bit of structure into your days, into your weeks, and just see how that goes. Um, I think that there definitely is a reason that when our kids are little, they thrive on routine. And I don't think that we actually outgrow that. I think that's something that is just innate to us as humans. Um, And so, you know, it's just about finding that right balance for you and being able to pivot. Uh, Today, I want to talk to you a little bit actually kind of about my planning process because I did just get done planning for the week, Um, but I also want to share with you, I've got some really great podcast episodes coming up this week, some awesome interviews. Uh, In fact, I just got off of a Zoom chat with an interview that will be coming up. Uh, We will be talking about healing your relationship to stress. I know that seems maybe a little bit crazy. Um, But, you know, stress isn't all bad. In fact, stress is a natural, normal part of life, and it is a necessity in order for us to grow resilience, to grow uh, grit, and to really just thrive, I think, in all areas of life. I see this so strongly connected when we're looking at exercise. Our bodies need to be challenged, whether that's in weights Um, and adding heavier weights to really put some stress and some additional load on your body. Or if you're doing the cardio thing, right? Like we need to push ourselves in order for our body to change and to adapt. And we as humans are no different. We need that form of external stress to be able to help us to adapt, to overcome, to ultimately become more mentally and emotionally stronger as well. I think, however, the issue oftentimes is that we sort of develop these maladaptive coping 
mechanisms that ultimately end up not necessarily working in our favor. So I'm super excited about that episode coming up. I have another episode coming up where we will be doing kind of a live case study um, with a gal who went through, she had a ton of different food intolerances and was able to kind of work through that. So I'll have um, her on as a guest, but then we'll also be joined by a functional um, medicine practitioner who will also kind of be coming in and talking about some of the different mechanisms that happen with food intolerances. We know those are on the rise. And in fact, I have been kind of thinking about um, temporarily taking out gluten for a little bit, uh, wheat products, and then slowly adding those back in to kind of see how my body responds. And then also running a similar experience or experiment rather with dairy as well. Um, so I'm super excited about that episode. You know, I always think it's good to um, really just be kind of tuning into our bodies, making sure that we are taking care of our own each unique individual bodies the way that they need to be. And uh, I just noticed sometimes when I drink milk in particular, I have a little bit of a reaction and then also sometimes with some wheat products as well. Um, so I just really wanted to kind of run this as an experiment. Um, of course, you know, if you have a history of eating disorder, then this is not something I would advise you to do alone and would definitely advise that you get the help um, of a practitioner that specializes in eating disorders. As well, if you have had a disordered relationship with food, then I would also advise kind of possibly doing something like that if you were interested in doing some sort of an elimination diet uh, just to see how your body responds to different foods possibly working with somebody on that um, so that you can be healing your relationship to food while you also kind of figure out how your body responds to different things. And then I will be having another casual conversation um, with another former figure competitor, and we will be talking about um, our experiences with that and really just kind of the parallels, I think, to fitness culture right now and that sort of figure uh, bikini competition world and really just some of, you know, our experiences, but also the potential downside and uh, dangers to eating and training like competitors for the everyday woman. Um, you know, that has been an experience that I've shared multiple times here and there, but we'll just be getting a little bit deeper. It'll be a great conversation to tune into, hopefully give you a new perspective uh, when it comes to the way that you are looking at food and fitness and all those things. So some really exciting episodes in the works. Um, but like I said, I wanted to just kind of share with you briefly um, my planning formula. Now, it has definitely taken years, I would say several years since becoming an entrepreneur and really working from home and having to juggle um, work life and family life and all of those different kinds of things. And um, it hasn't been, you know, a smooth process, I can say, in the terms of learning to manage my time and my schedule and setting boundaries. Um, but it's been something that I've been working on diligently for the past few years. And I have found a system that seems to work for me. Um, and this isn't about, you know, taking exactly what I do and then trying to copy that and emulate that. But maybe as you're listening, thinking, okay, what from this could I take? What could I try? What could work for me? And then what are the parts that maybe won't work for me? 
I think it's so important, whether it's nutrition or fitness, lifestyle changes, um, or even right down to planning our weeks and our schedules, we want to look at how can we customize this? How can we make this individual and fit to our specific needs, our lives and things like that? Um, because they're all different. In fact, that was one of the posts that I shared last week on social media. It's this idea that we could all theoretically be eating the same way, exercising the same way, in this context, planning our week the same way, right? Trying to use the same system and we're going to have different results. Our bodies are going to look different. Um, the way that that planning system works for one person isn't necessarily going to work the same way for somebody else. And so for me, it's less about teaching the cookie cutter way of doing things and more about teaching the strategies, teaching some skills, teaching some tools and showing you how to use them for yourself and then you feeling empowered and feeling like you're able to kind of take that and work it as you need. So I have a planner that I have created. Um, it's a part of the resources that I give to my clients, but I'm happy to share that with you as well. So if you're listening to this and you want access to my, uh, my planner, uh, just email alicia at aliciacarlson.com and let me know and I will be sure to email this planner to you as well. So the first thing that I like to do is I like to do a weekly review. So this is where I'm kind of looking at the week ahead. So the week that I have coming up. And then I also like to take a little bit of time to reflect on the week past. Now, if you have a specific goal that you're working on, um, whether it's around fitness, uh, changing a nutrition habit, um, getting up earlier, implementing a bedtime routine, whatever the, the goal is that you're working on, you can evaluate your previous week, specifically in the context of how did my behaviors sort of stack up to the goal? Did I inch myself closer and things like that? So I like to start with a weekly review. So this is where I will initially do kind of a weekly brain dump in terms of what are all the things that I need to do. So I have a section where I like to dump all of the things that need to be done kind of for my home and my family. So this is where I'll put things like laundry, cleaning the house. Um, if I have specific bills to pay, um, I'm looking at my list right now. I need to RSVP to a wedding coming up. I have a couple business things to take care of. Um, so renewing some licenses and things like that. So I like to separate those house and kind of admin tasks into their own little category. And then next, you know, for me, again, I'm looking at my work one, I have a specific content bundle that I like to get out. So for me, that includes this podcast, it includes some social media posts and email a reel. So you just want to basically go through and kind of just do a massive brain dump. What are all the things that you need to get done in kind of those primary buckets of your life? So you could separate that whatever way you want. For me, it makes sense to do kind of a personal one. Um, and then my business one. But you can work that if you had kids, you could separate for kids, um, for your house, for your business, whatever. So just do a massive brain dump. Make sure you get it all out. You want to think about the biggest tasks that need to get done right down to those littlest things. And then sometimes you might even take this a step further. And on those bigger tasks, like what are all of those little subtasks that need to be done this week that maybe have a deadline or have kind of that timestamp to where there's a little bit of urgency. Then I like to go and reflect a little bit on the week prior. So I like to start with the wins of the week. What were my wins from last week? Now, if you are, let's say, working on the habit of not overeating, 
maybe you noticed that last week you could start to kind of sense your fullness a little bit better and you were able to kind of push the food away and not finish all of the food just because it was on your plate. Or maybe you had the goal of waking up at, you know, 5.30 or 6 o'clock in the morning so that you could kind of get into a little bit of a morning routine before the craziness of the day set in. And you did that, right? We want to make sure that we're celebrating those wins from that last week. So I like to just jot down, okay, what were the wins of last week? What were the things that kind of stuck out? And in particular, if you have specific goals or behaviors or habits that you're working on, make sure you highlight those wins so that you can come back and celebrate that, especially on the days or during the time where maybe it feels like you're not winning, right? You're not seeing the results that you're wanting right away or you feel like you messed up. It's like, okay, let's take some time to celebrate what we did really well. And then we can go back in and kind of evaluate and see if we can really troubleshoot and figure out where things sort of fell apart. And then this is where you also want to get super specific. What specifically worked last week? So what contributed to those wins that you just celebrated? We want to be specific here because that's going to give us something to go to continue to do, right? So it's like, okay, if this worked last week and this produced that win, I want to really focus on continuing with this and making this a habit. And then what to do differently. So what maybe didn't work so well? Um, what do I maybe want to try differently this week? And again, as specific as we can, right? So it's like if we're kind of looking at, let's say you had that goal of getting up at six o'clock in the morning so that you could do your morning routine. And maybe you notice, you know, three out of the five nights, you know, during the week, you were able to be in bed on time and you were able to get up at six o'clock. Great. Let's celebrate that. But then you notice, okay, there were, you know, the goal was five, I only hit three. So what happened those other two nights? So this is where we want to look at, um, you know, what maybe didn't work and then what changes do you want to make? And then, you know, on those nights that you did actually go to bed on time so that you could get up early, what were the specific things that you did that allowed you to hit that goal of waking up in the morning? The next sheet that I have, or the next thing that I, I like to do, so I think oftentimes we end up really overscheduling, overbooking ourselves, and really and truly, we want to focus on like what are maybe the three primary things that you want to accomplish or that you want to get done that you want to focus on for this particular week. And then you can even take it a step further. And then what are kind of those daily three things that you're committed to doing? So again, this could be in the arena of work. This could be if you had a specific relationship goal. So whether with your spouse, with your kids, um, family members, things like that. What are three focuses that you want to really um, be tuned into and intentional about in the week? So again, for somebody, it might be, um, you know, averaging 10,000 steps a day. The other one, it might be getting, you know, seven plus hours of sleep at night. And then maybe that third one is, you know, spending 15 or 20 minutes really checking in with the people in your family. So kids, husband, things like that, right? So that could be the weekly three intentional things that you want to focus on. And then you'd want to break that down. How, you know, what are the three things that you could do today to move you towards those weekly three goals, right? Those weekly three targets. And the idea here is that we're always kind of using all of these little tools within this planner that is working us towards the ultimate goal that we are currently working on. 
right? So it's like we have that overarching goal. Maybe it's to run a half marathon and then you've kind of figured out, okay, these are the habits or these are the things that I need to switch or that I want to start implementing that's going to ultimately support me in this goal of running this half marathon. And then we just kind of keep breaking it down, right? So what are those three weekly things? Great. What are those three daily things that we can do? Next, I like to set some sort of self-care intentions, right? Some self-care goals or targets. For me right now, that includes getting a minimum of seven hours of sleep a night, um, averaging about 10,000 steps daily, hydrating, so making sure I'm getting enough water. I personally want to do three full body um, weight training workouts a week, and then two days where I'm doing either more of a HIIT or a cardio style, and that's that's purely because that's where I'm at in my, in my cycle this month. Um, and then the self-coaching, managing my mind, that is super important for me. And then I noted for this particular week doing kind of that speed bump moment. So if I'm having a craving for um, something sweet or I'm having a craving for a glass of wine or a beer or something like that, just really slowing myself down enough that I can have a little pause, some, some um, awareness and just some in intention about that next decision that I'm gonna be making. And then I noticed a few weeks ago, I kept waking up in the middle of the night and my brain was just kind of reeling so many different things going on. So I've also decided that I wanted to start journaling right before I go to bed. So whatever comes to mind right away, just doing another brain dump, journaling it. Um, I then like to say a prayer and just kind of release it into God's hands. And it's like, all right, God, you take it. If I need to, I'll pick it back up in the morning. But that has really helped this last week in allowing my brain to kind of shut off and not process that. And I definitely have noticed that I haven't been waking up quite as much in the um, middle of the night thinking about all of these things. And then last but not least on this section, I like to set some intentions and some goals and then some new things that I'm working on believing. Um, so that just really, again, I can kind of throughout the days, throughout the week, kind of come back to this and, ref and reflect. And it's like, okay, how am I doing on, you know, with these intentions, with this goal, with this weekly three, with this daily three? Every single day, I wanna make sure that I am taking the actions towards that ultimate goal but towards those weekly three things and then towards those daily three. The next thing I like to do is I like to do a bit of a meal plan. And I think a lot of people do this for dinners, right? We see the value in kind of planning ahead of time what we're gonna have for dinner, then we don't have to think about it after a long day. That's all fine and well. Um, I like to take it a step further and I just kind of rough plan. Again, this is that idea of structured flexibility, what I'm gonna have for breakfast, lunch, um, dinners, and then if I'm planning to have some snacks, I want to have a couple different ideas sort of planned out. I do this for a primary reason of not having to make the decision in the moment. We make so many decisions throughout the day that a lot of times by the end of the day, we have what's called decision fatigue. And that's where oftentimes we find that maybe we end up not making as high quality of decisions later in the day as we did in the beginning. And purely that just comes from this place of like mental and emotional fatigue and exhaustion of having to make so many different decisions. So if we can kind of streamline the amount of decisions that we have to make in a day, that's going to help sustain the energy. That's going to give us that mental clarity, kind of avoid that brain fog. Um, I will admit because of 
some of my history around food, some of the disordered eating habits, um, being on diets and not feeling very restrictive and depriving. The idea of planning ahead of time what I was going to eat did kind of bring up some anxiety for me at first. So if that is you, right, if you've gone on the diets or if you know that you have a little bit of tendency towards that disordered eating and maybe not the healthiest relationship with food, I want you to approach this meal plan again with that idea of structured flexibility, right? We're just looking at planning ahead of time what we're going to eat so that we don't have to think about it in the moment. Knowing that in the moment, if I go to lunch or if somebody invites me to lunch, I can pivot and I can go have lunch with my friend and not be bound by a, you know, a restrictive meal plan. So that's very, a very different way of approaching meal planning compared to in the past, um, you know, where for me it was like, nope, if it's on the meal plan, I'm absolutely eating this. I can't, um, uh, not detour, I can't, you know, derail, I can't make a different decision. That felt very restrictive, very depriving, and was definitely rooted in kind of that diet mentality and trying to do it perfect. Now I see that meal planning and just kind of planning ahead of time what I'm going to eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, any snacks, and um, yeah, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks is just a way that I can kind of not have to think about it in the moment. And I just know that, yep, this is what I'm going to eat. And if I need to pivot, then I can make, um, make that pivot. I also like to note if I need to do any sort of meal prepping. So if I did this planning over the weekend, um, I might write, yep, okay, make sure that we grill some chicken, we put some hamburger patties on, cook some, you know, some veggies or chop the veggies up, those kinds of things. That way I just have that sort of checklist and then I can go through, do the meal prep. That's even one more step of kind of setting myself up for success for the week. So that really is the gist of how I like to go through and kind of start my week planning, preparing. Um, just getting sort of a jump and creating a little bit of structure in my day. I will be completely honest that at this point, I feel like I have a pretty good system, a good rhythm, some routines. I really don't deviate much from the things that I do weekly in my business, at home, in my workouts, um, even with food and things like that. Um, that's not to say that I am following a rigid diet and that I, you know, or this rigid plan and I have to always stick to it. I just know about myself that I'm a creature of habit. I think we tend to all be creatures of habit. In fact, um, it's said that your entire life is just a culmination of all of the different habits that you have. So if you don't like the life that you're living or if there are things about the life that you're living right now that you wanna change, you really wanna look at, okay, what are the habits? What are the routines that I've maybe sort of fallen into or I've slipped into and start to examine that, start to make some changes there. Um, like I said, this is really just kind of a template. This is not something that you have to follow rigid or to a T. And maybe you listen to, to this and you're like, yeah, there's like that one thing that I want to work on implementing. You don't have to do all of this at once. Like I said, this has been kind of a couple years in the making for me. And this is what I have found that works for me. So just to recap, you're going to start with a weekly review. And this is two parts. We wanna do a brain dump, a download of everything that needs to happen this week. And then we wanna review last week. What were your wins? What were the things that specifically worked to help you cultivate those wins? What things maybe didn't work and what do you wanna do different? 
And then we are going to look at what are the weekly three priorities for you. So again, if we think about that one overarching goal that you're working on, maybe two goals, possibly three at the most, what are the three things that you're committed to getting done this week that support that goal? How can you break that down into three daily actions or habits each day this week? What are the things that you're going to be committed to doing for self-care? That could be how many hours of sleep, how many steps a day do you want to get, um, how many days a week this week do you want to work out, um, and then what else are you doing? And then what are the intentions or the goals? So we want to always have our goals front of mind. We always want to be remembering that. And then each time we're kind of forced with the decision, is this decision in service of the goal or is this possibly going to take me further away from the goal? Then we can move on to planning what you're going to eat this week, right? So this is kind of like, you know, picking out your clothes the night before or something like that, which of course, if you just streamline your wardrobe and you kind of have that uniform, then you don't have to think too much about what you are going to be wearing either. But meal planning. So what are some things that you know, fill you up, kind of keep you full, make you feel good throughout the, you know, for a few hours, right? So we want to look at a balanced meal, something with some um, healthy fats, some protein for sure, especially for women and as we're aging. And then also um, some of that, some of those carbs, right? So Again, no good or bad foods, but if we know that, yeah, if I eat this certain carb or if I eat this certain food, I feel this way, then what other decision could you make? So get that balanced meal, kind of plan ahead the meals that you're going to eat throughout the day so that you just don't have to think about it, right? Let's try to minimize the amount of decisions that we have to make on a daily basis. Again, keeping in mind this is all just a part of having some structure but staying flexible, not looking at it as something that is super restrictive, super depriving, something that you have to stick to and follow to a T, follow perfectly, um, but really just setting yourself up to win. So taking the time to kind of plan ahead to set yourself up to win. All right, that is what I have for you today. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I hope that this is helpful for you in bringing a little bit of structure, setting some boundaries in place for yourself, kind of finding those rhythms and those routines in the areas of your life where maybe it feels like um, you're just kind of always going with the flow, but noticing that that sort of creates a little bit of stress and chaos uh, unnecessarily. So yes, hopefully this helped. Um, if you are enjoying the show, please share this with a friend, leave us a five-star review that helps put the show in front of more people. And if you are listening to the show and you know that you would benefit from having a coach, having somebody in your corner to walk you through not only this, but different areas of your life, helping you really um, heal your relationship to food, to exercise, to your body, make those changes in your life and your lifestyle that you want to make, then I want to invite you to work with me personally. You can email alicia at aliciacarlson.com. We can set up a consult where we will just go a little bit more in depth into where you're at now, where you want to be, the, the specific goals that you have for yourself. We will create a step-by-step -step plan together, and then we will work together until you are at that goal point. Um, so if that is something that you are interested in, then I want to invite you to take me up on the offer to work with me. Again, just email alicia at aliciacarlson.com to get started. Have an awesome rest of your day, an awesome rest of your week, and I'll be back here with you again next week. Bye.